Happy Wednesday. Welcome back. Walk-ins, welcome. That's what you're listening to. We're glad you're here. I'm Nick Horb, one of your hosts. This is Michael Ray, one of your hosts, and we're here to help you triple your revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional client experience. What's up, man? Hello, hello, hello. And we are getting back to the basics. Yes, we are. Now, I don't know what episode number we're on. I think we're approaching like, I don't know, 87... 90. We'll make a big hairy deal when we hit 100. Until then, Hannah's got to tell us when 100. It's like having a birthday in your 40s. You yeah. celebrate 40, 45, and then 50. Exactly. You cry on 49. Yeah, because we celebrated 50 not too long ago. <laughs> now we're closing into 100, which is super cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, and we love like, you. You're starting to listen too. The stats are growing. It's so fantastic. Uh, thank you, thank you. But today's episode, back to the basics in terms of. Medical websites. So we're talking to the medical community in this podcast nine times out of ten. Yep. And I'm I am betting almost a hundred percent of you have a website for your clinic. It's probably a hundred percent if I take. If you don't, we really need to talk. If you don't, for the love, you're hurting yourself. If you have a web, if you have an urgent care medical practice, whatever that's open, and you've been doing business and you don't have a website, please call me today. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing: when it comes to what, and the reason why, I, like, this is more of my episode of Nick's because I help on the website building inside of our agency. Yes. Um, so I've I have now built mm, 350 websites, about 350 websites, in all WordPress, about 25, 30 Wix sites. Right. Uh, so been there, done that. Nothing new under the sun. Honestly, website building has kind of hit a brick wall in terms of the traditional marketing site. Well, I mean, Google has shut them down. There's no reason to innovate in that space when people are barely going to them anymore. Yeah, Google's trying to block, like, quote takes, block you from getting to your website because they want you to stay on the Google Business Profile. Stay on their platform. And it's weird because they actually turned off Google Sites. And they turned them back on. It was like, we don't know what to do with this yet. It's Google, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do. Everything's beta. Be- beta permanently. Beta forever. Anyway, and so when it comes to your website, the reality is if you're a medical practice, chances are you're going to do online scheduling. So you got to make sure it's easy to get to. You want to showcase some of your staff and your doctors. That's a big deal. And it's got to be easy and not clunky. And clunky is the key because – if something's clunky, they're going to hop off super duper fast. But that's the overview. Let's talk about individual things here. So first off, if your site is built in Wix or Squarespace or Weebly, you are limited. Um, let's just start with that. You're limited. It doesn't look bad. I, I'm not going to say it doesn't look bad at all. Um, and we'll talk about why it's limited. But it one, you're picking out a template, so you're going to look like everybody else nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, if there's something you need it to do differently, it doesn't work that well. And then from an SEO standpoint, absolute nightmare. It's trash on a builder. It is. It really is. And when we say builder, we're talking about the DIY builders where you're – if you're not sure what Wix and Square, Google Squarespace. Squarespace, I will say – I mentioned this in another episode, I think. Uh, Squarespace, what it did to the website world is what – AI has done to the content world. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They made it super approachable for the average person. Yeah, where you can pop out something 7 out of 10 right. with little effort and little knowledge. Same with chat, GPT. You can pop out content 7 out of 10, but you got to make it better. Right. And so, and that's where like Squarespace and, and Wix, which is WIX.com, uh, that's where they land. And I get ads all the time for Wix, and it's like, where are SEOs better? Now... Four years ago, or three and a half, four years ago, SEO on Wix was pretty good. Yeah, it was. And then, it, and then they quit caring. Yeah. Because whatever they did then, they quit. 
Well, they ran a contest. Yeah, yeah, and they were they, doing they, like how fast to rank yeah. it and stuff like that, and like it, their platform was cooking. Like we were actually like on the brink of like mm, maybe we don't want WordPress anymore. We can move over to this. It's quicker, faster, and easier. Right. Um, I can duplicate a site like that. Yeah, and we can get moving quicker. But it started dipping and dipping and dipping, and Wix quit caring. And so now any Wix sites that we had, we started converting to WordPress into our system of how we make WordPress do its things. And we just watched the rankings turn around Yep, almost immediately. Like you probably out two weeks max and they go from red to green very quickly in our yeah. system. It's it, kind of nice too. It is. And, it, and it is, it's been consistent. There's yet to be a site that we've moved over from Wix that didn't work in right. terms of ranking stuff. But kind of going through it though. So like that's the builder side. So if you're doing your – first off, if you're a, a, a medical practice that's more than just you – you really shouldn't be doing your own website. <laughs> like, let's just start 100%. there. Well, you're probably not either, to be honest. I mean, you're, you may not be, but I've ran into a couple of, like, two to three people right. practices, and they're like, oh, I do my own website. And like, why? Like, it's not expensive. Yeah, yeah, think about it. That's like I give myself a massage or, <laughs> like, I, 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 I diagnose my own problems. I, I, I sutured my leg. <laughs> like Wix and Squarespace is it, it, to our world what WebMD is to yours. <laughs> there you go, exactly. The like the self-diagnosis so, stuff. It's, hey, I'm coming in here. Here's what I need from you. I need some diotroxin or some kind of word, right? Diotroxin. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, according to WebMD, I'm either dead, yeah. or cancer, or I have a cut. But I'll anyway, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to like, you know, I don't know anything about WebMD other than you can get found on it, but <laughs> I just know people who go there to self-diagnose. Yeah, exactly. So, so like in self-diagnosing doesn't give you the best results, get a professional involved. It's right. Same thing with a website, self-building a website. Chances are you're not going to do the right things. Right. Now, occasionally you can do fine because it's not rocket science that we're going through here. But, and so that, that's the builder side. Let's, let's be conscious of that. If you're doing yourself, you're doing a Wix or Squarespace, stop and then hire somebody to do word, mostly WordPress from an SEO standpoint, no matter what people say, we know WordPress SEO works because we have another client that doesn't use WordPress, use something else. Webflow. Webflow. And, oh, my goodness. I remember, so not that client, but another client that we had. The guy, he's like, I want this guy to redo my site. And he and so he comes in. We're talking because we don't mind. Like, if somebody else does your site, we don't honestly care. Cause that's not what we're here for. We're here to make sure you're successful. And the guy comes in. He does a big pitch. I said, well, what, what uh, platform are you use? Oh, he's Webflow. It's just amazing. I'm like, you sure? He's oh, it's so good. It, it SEO, it works great, and it's quick and easy, and it just is so coded beautifully. Like, are, are you? I got question because I when I experienced Webflow nine years ago, I was like, mm, this is a pipe dream, and lo and behold, we pick up a client that has Webflow, mm-hmm. complete nightmare on the back end. Yeah. It, to the, it is. It's, it's a disaster. And, and it's like you sneeze and it breaks. It just like WordPress has a reputation of having some issues, but like Webflow is like, why are you using this? Like it looks like a Photoshop file. Just it looks like Flash two point I'm not trying to oversell you on WordPress here. We're just saying that over seventy percent of all websites are on WordPress. Yeah, and there's like, a reason. For there's that. a reason for it. Now your true coders will say WordPress is crap. It's too heavy. It's too bolt bloated. Okay. It's kind of like well, the you're art- turning a $3,500 website into a $35,000 website. Yeah, it's it's almost hand-coded. it's almost like the small argument of a, a Windows PC versus a Mac. Type. There's no argument there. It's a Mac. There you go. <laughs> but it's like that. You that, either like Apple or you're wrong. Like, there's a reason why there's so many Windows product like computers yeah, out there. I anyway, I'm a, I actually like PCs too. I just can't find my way. Around I am them. the only PC user in the company. Kimberly. 
Oh, that's right. She's a weird OT. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of our <laughs> all of our medical professionals that are listening right now are most likely on a PC. Probably that's, that's not what they many. Ma- all those software. Not many Macs out there. Yeah. Anyway, moving forward, which is funny because they all use iPads when they do all of their data. That's true. It's, it's it, yeah, thing. Microsoft never has a, a true good Surface Pro, yeah, but they don't. Um, moving forward, though, so talk about design. Why? So all your sites have to be responsive. What does responsive mean? It means it works on your phone extremely well, where you're not having a separate mobile site versus a separate desktop site. Wix does separate mobile sites, which is part of the reason why it doesn't rank as well. Right. It's using separate code. And so so you can't do as much with it. But so it has to be responsive. It has to look good on your phone because I'm sorry, but majority of your people or patients or potential patients are Googling you on their phone and making an appointment on their phone. So shameless plug for patient care marketing pros, though, like we have a mobile first design process. Like we design for your for your phone. And then we build out to the desktop. Yeah. Every other company does responsive where they build it and then they make it like compatible. But like yeah. my whole thought process, is like what does this look like in your hand? I don't care what it looks like on the desktop. That's not where people are finding you. Well, and it's funny too. Cause so like, cause that's who your target is, right? That market of a consumer probably at their house or uh, sitting in their car or whatever. And they're using their phone right uh, now on the flip side. So for patient care marketing pros, we had the complete opposite issue where majority of people coming to our site are medical practice people. And so they're on their desktop. They where, are. And it's, yeah. it's like a, like most of our medical sites, you're probably hitting 78% mobile. Mm-hmm. We're more like 30 or 40% mobile on our own site because right. of who's coming to it, which means the people are listening to this. You're probably on your laptop when you look up stuff. And most people aren't. So, but Michael, how did you find that information based on your website? Google GA four now, but Google Analytics. Part of the setup of a good website has Google Analytics, and that's free, by the way. Yep. Uh, if you don't have Google, that's so, the other part is like analytics, like Google Analytics has been around for twenty years, like right. forever. Uh, and I remember for a hot minute there were a lot of competing analytics companies out there. You don't hear about them anymore. That was before my marketing time. I think it was in radio at the time. Yeah, and so there were – I forget the name of something, but they were like, we're the uh, corporate scale, high, whatever, analytics that gives you a lot more data. And then they disappeared no, because uh-huh. Google's free product gave us all the data that we really care about. And, and, now, we need. and now with GA4, which is basically Google Analytics 4, it gives you more data. Uh, it's a little frustrating because it's not as clean cut to get the data, but it's more data, not right. more experience, more time, like all these things. It's pretty good. And they couldn't just do a simple upgrade. No, you have to reinstall and recode everything. Yeah, you got to migrate it and then check all these boxes. We And they gave us a full year warning on it, and we took care of it a year ago. And now because we migrated, the old accounts are still just sitting there. And so now they're firing out emails to our clients. Hey, you need to migrate. Like, man, we've already done it. Mary took care of you. Yeah. But bringing up Google Analytics brings up the question, like, why are people on your website? That's part of the design of your website is understanding how they got there and what they're there for. Yeah, exactly. Where are they going? Where's a, an opportunity to cross-sell them or upsell them or say, why do they keep going to this one blog? Why is this so important? Right. Um, or people complaining, I can't find this. And you're looking at analytics like, oh, everybody's going to that page. No, there's no link to the schedule. That's why, like. Well, so that's part of the discussion, though. I mean, we, we have a client now. I'm not going to mention their name, but uh, we had to redesign their – well, we got to redesign their website. It was a pleasure to do it. Uh, but one of the things that I talked to them about is, like, why is your call to action pay your bill? <laughs> I remember that. Like, 
what do you, and I asked them, what do you want, what do you want to happen when they come to your website? This was like, you hear me ask this question all the time. What do you want to happen when you get here? And they're like, we want them to turn into an appointment. I'm like, so your call to action is pay your bill. That's your call to action. That's the big old button that you have on here. You're not, right. not schedule a save your spot online or any of that stuff. Yeah, you're like, making this assumption that. that everyone that comes to your site is an existing patient, yeah. <laughs> which I is mean, the opposite of what not, you want. Not if that's the case, then you're not growing. No, you're doing the opposite. Exactly. You're just trying to take the money and not grow the other way. And uh, you know, here's the thing though. That is, it's going to say, Nick, you're about to call your client ignorant. Yeah, yeah, but ignorance isn't stupidity. Ignorance is I didn't know any better. Stupid is I knew and didn't do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And and, so. and that's the thing. Like, there's a reason why. We do what we do, and you in medical practice, uh, practicer, practicers, practitioner, practitioners do what they do. Like right. at the end of the day, so so we talked about design, uh, the overall branding. You want it to match your brand as much as possible. That can mean the the style of fonts, the use of images, the logo itself, the colors, the general flow, and of course the content itself needs to reflect all that. But it neat when somebody gets they're like, "Yep, I'm in the right spot. I don't have to question where I am right now." We've had some where like, "What side are we on right now? Like, right. Who is this?" Hey, you know, quick pause right in the middle of this is like, if you haven't got a brand book, a for, branding guideline, yeah, a brand guideline, a brand book, go get that. Get that done. Get somebody to do that for you. Even if you already have your logo and all that kind of stuff, hand it to them and say, "Hey, can you turn this into a brand book for me?" What, why do I say that? Man, I had the best experience not too long ago where I had to order some medication from my doctor. They didn't have it. They didn't have it there. Well, when it showed up to my house, it was in a custom bottle with their brand. It had uh-huh. my name and it had the prescription and all the little milligrams, but it wasn't in that weird bottle. It was a branded bottle. And I'm I like, like I'm like, and if you if you look at it and you go to the website, that branded bottle is going to match what's on the website. There's no question, right? And then the website has this look and feel like, oh, my God, I'm in the right space when I go into the waiting room or I go into where all the furniture is. A couple episodes ago, go listen to that. Lobby. But you don't, thank you. So, yeah, lobby, that's the word I'm looking for. All right, so you go in there, but, like, the lobby matches the brand. The brand matches the website. The website matches the product they're handing you in their hand, and it all matches the paperwork on the iPad. But that's that's a brand book. That's, and, and, that's keeping it cohesive. And, and that's here's the thing, because you're you're probably saying, Oh, that's for big companies. No. No, this was a small company. This is a small company. Uh, and then we've worked with urgent care specifically that had branding gu- we always we ask it now because we're starting to see it more often, like, do you have a branding guideline? Yes. And they send us a PDF and it's got all the hex codes, all the do's mm-hmm. and don'ts, all the correct verbiage, everything. Here's the font files, like it makes our life so much easier. But one of our clients is a weight loss clinic. Yeah. Right. And they do, it's called Weight to Wellness. I don't mind saying their name because Leslie's the bomb. Um, but you have Weight to Wellness again. She's been back, on the podcast. Yeah, she has. She yeah. has. You can go back and listen to her. But the uh, point is, is like she sells the, the food, the weight yeah. loss food. Their weight loss food is branded to them. Yeah. It's third party, but they have their logo and everything on it. This is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. I know you're not manufacturing Tylenol, but you can get a brand put on a bottle and it's worth the extra whatever it costs to get that instead of the generic ones. And I'm telling you, it's sticky. Well, and that's the thing too. And when it comes to the the mindset of a buyer, they're going to, they, even if it's the exact, if it's the same Tylenol in a generic bottle or in a Tylenol bottle, you by default can charge more for the Tylenol bottle and they will buy more of it because there's a trust tied Mm -hmm. to it. So branding is not just about being pretty. And cohesive, it's mm-hmm. about building trust. You're right. And that comes with your website too. Like if you're and that's something I was gonna bring up. If you're building a website, you have to have an SSL on it now. 
Like there's no Chrome and most of your browsers just auto block it. If there's no SSL on the site, it will just, you've seen it. it says this site is unsecure. This may be harmful. Do you want to proceed or not? Well, most people are going to say no, because they think it's broken or like a virus on it. But it's because you don't have an SSL half the time. Right. And, and here, here's, here's the secret. If you don't buy an SSL through GoDaddy, because yeah, it's, it's two hundred bucks. It's two hundred. It's two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks a year. It's free everywhere, and else. it's free everybody. It's, it's such a scam. Let's Encrypt five years or seven years ago incorporated uh, free SSLs that Google and Facebook and Microsoft all teamed together and said this needs to be a thing. We don't need to get this charge. All of our sites are on Let's Encrypt SSL, so you never have to pay for it. Anyway, get me started on GoDaddy. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Like GoDaddy is about great, great for buying a domain, and that's where it has to stop. But um, anyway, so beyond that, there's a couple of basic uh, elements to look out for your homepage. Don't overload it with words. Um, we like to talk about cut a screen. Cut a screen is the first thing they see on their device. And you, nine times out of ten, if you're a medical, you won't schedule now. Save save a spot online. However you want to phrase it, or view location, or whatever. And that's the first cut. As they move down, you need you're selling yourself, right? You're trying to sell like the services that you offer, and you identify the services that matter. If you offer twenty different procedures, which top six? Yeah, top six or top three. Yep. That you know people care about. Why they're con- like why they're contacting you? Uh, then let them go look at all your services through a click, just so you don't just jump. Because if you give them too many options, they always pick the wrong one. And so you have to limit that. Then slide in some reviews or testimonials, depending on what kind of practice you have, right? Right. And so, and that that testimonial may not just be text. If you're like a weight loss clinic, before and afters, right? Like because you, you're not going to be able to do it in your advertisement. You better do it on your website. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so keep that in mind. Like you, like that's that testimony. Customize if you can do video testimonials. Those are super powerful. Oh, yeah. Uh, they grow and you can chop them up and do other things with them. So that's a great way to do it. But at the end of the day, if you can only have like review, like text reviews, um, those work too. Once again, are people paying that close attention? No, but it's good to have them on there to add that extra layer for the, for the person scrolling, trying to figure you out. Um, and then after that, it's just, you may be repeating your call to actions a little bit because people don't look the first time you have to repeat yourself two or three times on a homepage. And then at that point, your goal is to get them to a scheduler or get them to grab your PDF forms for your new patient stuff. Like make it super easy and functional for them. So there's this really cool application that we use uh, when we need to. We don't use it for everybody, um, but it's free and you can use it. It's called Hotjar. Oh yeah, um, I love this software because we're talking about right now. We're we're in segment three called patient engagement and conversion on your website. Well, here's the thing: you're not going to know that when you first build a website. You're going to have to let the website operate before you know what's going on on your website. But you install this code called Hotjar, yep. and what it does is it shows what's called a heat map. And that heat map shows where people are touching or clicking on your website, whether they're scrolling. You can see where people are engaging. Once you know that, if the heat map showing that everybody's clicking on the Schedule Now button, well, good. You got your call to action right. But if you see them scrolling a lot, they're not getting what they need right when they get there. And I think it's always funny too. You can tell when the when a website chat is popular because that bottom right corner is like right on like red. <laughs> I mean, we have a we have a, a pediatric urgent care that we work with, and they're they're it saved them so much time. Yeah, exactly. As a side note, a website chat. So that's a function to add to your website. You don't I recommend it. Yeah, we we recommend Highly. it. Um, don't make it your 
converter. Like you're not mm-hmm. there to convert people to talk about their ailments because that's HIPAA violation all day mm-hmm. long. But it's more of like getting them the right information quickly. And then if you're a multi-location of any sort, nine times out of ten, it's like, what are the hours of this location? Are you open? And an automated web chat can save you hours of phone calls. Yeah, that uh, y'all don't even know. If you want a happy front desk, add a quality chatbot to your website. Yep. We literally recommend chatbot.com. Yep. Yep. It works well. It's, it's got cheap versions and expensive versions. Um the code, we have an agency version. Yeah, the call co- us. The, co- <laughs> the code is like one piece of code. Like it, it, yep. it works. It's never broken a site. It's pretty nice. It is nice. So anyway, and then so we we've gone through all those things. So here's some basic maintenance thing items. So if you go WordPress, keep your plugins up to date, please. Uh, it's easy to ignore. You see a little red dot with a number in it. That means you have plugins that aren't up to date, and they will break your site from time to time. So keep that in mind. Also, on the side note, don't have a lot of plugins. Um, one of my big goals now that I do most of the web stuff here is to limit plugins that we use. Like, I'm down to five okay. on a site. So, I've seen up to, like, 50 on there. Yeah, there were sites that we, like... I, the whole I, site was a plugin. Yeah, yes, I've seen... We have, like, collected, or I don't want you to, like, collected, but just taken over existing WordPress sites, and it's like, okay, this person that built it just kept adding plugins to do something that the builder itself could have done. Um, like there was one, I think it had like 40 or 50 plugins it's, active and some crazy. were conflicting with each other cause they were doing the same thing. Um, don't do that. If you're not using a plugin, delete it cause it is actually a, a malicious loophole nine times out of 10. And so do yourself a favor, keep them up to date, keep them limited. Uh, don't have a ton in, and it makes the site slower because from an SEO standpoint, speed is still important. It's not as important as it was. We're, we're learning. No, they, they've de, they've de, what is it called? Deprioritized yeah, it. Yeah, that's the word. And they, uh, it's still important from a experience standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but SEO is not as impactful as it once was a year ago. Um, but we're there when they decide to make it important again. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the basis of it. Um, if I was going to sum it up, keep your site clean and simple and focused. Uh, don't overcomplicate it and make sure it's your brand and that's your website and quit using do yourself builders. I love it. Let's yeah. get info, man. All right. But y'all don't know this, but you're listening to like the webmaster here. Yeah. Michael's well, Michael's put them together. He knows what he's doing. I'm not really a code guy. I'm more like a, what do you call it? Like a super user of the WordPress world. Yeah, that's okay. So, but yeah, there you go. If you have any questions about your website or you want to hear more about Hotjar or, or if you just want a quick web like analysis of how your website's doing, um, just go to patientcaremarketingpros.com. And I, I'm, I'm kind of brutal on it because there was one that I did that was an urgent care. You remember this one where – Yeah, it was bad. Because we said it was on a webinar and we're like, anybody want to throw their website up and we'll look at it right now? Who's brave? And she's like, I am. I'm like, okay. We go look at it and I said – Full disclosure, we're doing this live. I've never talked to this person before. I go to the site. I'm like, okay, you have like 10 locations, which is awesome. I can't book appointment with you. What do you mean? Uh, Here, watch. Click, click, click. Uh, I don't know where to go now. Oh, oh, you're right. Like, Mm. that's problem number one. (laughs) I just... You just showed them in like 30 seconds how to triple their revenue. Yeah, like you <laughs> went from like, we website. never get online appointments to, yeah. we get a lot of online appointments yeah. now. Like it's two clicks difference. I would love I would love to go back and see if they made that correction. Probably not. Nonetheless, <laughs> pay close attention to your website. Make sure that it's optimized the way we've talked about here uh, on the podcast today. Uh, go back and listen to some of our webinars. We have talked websites on some of our webinars. You can go to patientcaremarketingpros.com slash webinars. Yeah, we have all the replays in there. Yeah. Hannah does a fantastic job keeping yeah. that archived for us. Um, 
Lots of good content. We have another webinar coming up in July. We do. Which is exciting. We're uh, still working on the content. So working on the content. Questions. So it's going there. And then we it's actually, always good. Though. And we have a sponsored webinar in September. Something like that. I think it's September from the UCA. So we'll be back in front of you guys from the UCA standpoint. So we're super excited about that. So it may be summer, but we're still cranking out the content. Love it. Go leave us a review. We'd appreciate it if you would. And if you have any questions, write us in. Uh, you can go to patientcaremarketingpros.com and you can write us there or hello at walk it, is it Walkins Welcome or Patient Care Marketing Pros. Patient Care Marketing Pros. <laughs> we should probably buy walk. I bet it's taken. <laughs> eh, well, whatever. We'll see you on the next one. Have a great week. See you next Wednesday. Bye.